Hello and welcome to the Investment Chat brought to you by Kleinwood Hambros. My name is Fahad Kamal and I'm the Chief Investment Officer. My name is Andrew Thompson, Head of Investment Management. Today we're going to take a closer look at inflation. This of course is a subject that has uh, dominated financial markets in 2022. It's caused a lot of ructions already in the equity and the bond market. But in the wake of latest news on inflation, it seems timely to look again to see how this is going to focus investors' attention on markets going forward. But perhaps most importantly for us, we're going to take a closer look on the impacts that it may have on positioning in our client portfolios. Farhad, 2022 has been a, a really pretty dramatic year for financial markets. Both the equity market and the bond market have seen some really significant losses. Inflation seems to be the common the common theme that some settled investors and, and, and most people seem to be pointing at inflation as being the the cause of of all of the problems and perhaps how central banks have been trying to tackle it. What's the latest thinking on on inflation, where it might be headed, and how might that impact our portfolios and and potentially uh, positioning? As as you are well aware, we are meeting in the very immediate aftermath of the. October inflation print in the US and it's clearly already had quite a dramatic impact in markets if the few minutes and hours after the the result is anything to go by but uh you're right that while markets seem to be rallying right now because clearly there seems to have been a deceleration in the pace of inflation in the US both at a headline level and as well as at a at a core level the inflation levels are still dramatically too high. Today's print brings us to 7.7% at the headline level in the US uh, compared to the to, to a target of 2%. So while clearly it is one fabulous uh, and fantastic metric that inflation appears to be heading in a downtrend, it's still far too high. And the battle against it will remain with us for, for, for a long time to come. Uh, and that really is our house view, effectively, is that we are living in a world, albeit in a disinflationary one, but where inflation remains far too high, not only in the US, but also in the UK, Europe, and most of the world. And the central banks are going to have to be quite aggressive in their monetary policy for some time to come. Really, whether they, you know, whether the Fed, for example, raises its next its next rate hike is by 75 basis points or 50 basis points is less important than the reality that we are going to be in in tight monetary policy paradigm for some time, which is dramatically different to much of the last decade where the monetary policy was very loose. Um, in light of that, we, we recognize that, that it is probably prudent for us to remain light on risk and have a overweight to safe havens because this tight monetary policy is yet to unfold in a recession. And part of that is, is, is coming already is, is here in, the, in, in Europe. And part of that is yet to unfold in the US. And we do believe that that is the direction that we're going in, which is weaker economic growth and inflation, while lowering, still too high, which is going to keep central banks quite tight for some time to come. And in the, um, in the face of that environment of, of potentially slowing inflation, if not yet falling inflation. Presumably, that's going to be positive for certain asset classes. Looking at a typical multi-asset portfolio, 
what sort of asset classes should benefit in in that environment of slowing inflation and potentially even the expectation that as we head into 2023 and as you as you describe a, a slowing economy potentially the impact of of interest rates flattening and potentially even even falling uh, yeah so andrew so if, if you follow the logic that if inflation is falling the most direct impact of that is 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 likely to be on the future trajectory of rates and while rates uh, or rates are simply not going to rise to the degree that maybe we thought possible when inflation was rising much faster and therefore if rates are not going to be rising as fast or or as high as we thought even a month ago well clearly the bond market is probably set to benefit we have seen horrific losses in the bond market this year in fact the worst that we've seen in the UK for example in real terms since the turn of the last century ironically that does put us in a position where bonds are probably quite uh, reasonably valued at present uh, so that's one area where we may be looking uh, to add more constructively um the equity market while also uh, you know following the same logic will probably benefit from from you know a lower sort of uh, rate paradigm than we may have imagined earlier it's probably set to benefit slightly less simply because as i said that while the rates are not going to be as high or as or as or drastic as we may have thought they will still be high and they will still be in a tighter monetary paradigm that is going to be putting the squeeze on economic growth and as a result earnings are going to have to be adjusted or expectations for earnings are going to have to be adjusted even as we speak right now the expectations for earnings are still reasonably positive going into next year and in the event that there's a recession it's unlikely that those lofty expectations will will, will come to fruition in our multi asset portfolios we've got a range of of exposures to to different asset classes in fact it's fair to say that we are probably more diversified amongst asset classes perhaps than we've we've ever been including cash uh, bonds global equities gold real assets a really w- wide range of asset classes also including hedge funds effectively allowing us to be diversified in the face of dramatic uncertainty given the potential change and new paradigm as far as inflation is concerned uh, are there any indications of of where we might be tilting portfolios in the uh, in the coming months you know obviously we're at an interesting juncture in markets we i we we've touched in this conversation a little bit on the bond market where we do think that there's um, there's reason for optimism we've also touched on the equity market where we think actually there's there may well be a you know a, a case for 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 caution um but in terms of other asset classes cash is one area where we have a larger allocation today than we've had in some time and as i said even as there is inflation seems to not be as pernicious as we were expecting the rates are still likely to go up from here and cash is one of the few asset classes on earth that actually gets stronger with with, with rates rising so we're going to continue to hold on to a reasonable amount of cash for the foreseeable future we have recently made however as you know a allocation to real assets uh, we think that that is an asset class that will continue to be very uh, exciting we do think as while inflation is falling it's still going to be uh, it's going to be well above target for some time to come and these real assets are very sensitive 
to that and they tend to pay back you know in line with inflation so we're 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 pleased with that we also continue to hold hedge funds which have protected us in what has been a really difficult year for markets we're probably going to continue holding on to those for some time to come but what's more interesting maybe underneath the hood and that is that we have seen a huge sell off in in sterling this year and in most currencies across the world against the US dollar we think that there may well be actually that 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 road may be close to 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 being um to being done for the for the dollar and we are slowly going to be taking what has been big gains for us but do our USD exposure and lowering it in favor of of uh, of sterling or or euro in in euro denominated strategies so that's one area that we want to go in and the other area we're likely to go in uh, over the next few weeks and months is also to be tilting away from continue tilting away rather i should say from what has been a lot of um you know growth centered equity risk which was the case in our portfolios 2 years ago we had a lot of growth we've slowly been coming out of it but to continue on that journey and to continue towards companies that are able to demonstrate to us good cash flows today dividends today and models that are tried and tested through difficult economic conditions that's the area that we would prefer to be exposed to today um, as opposed to you know a few years ago when we had a much stronger growth tilt thank you farhad always great to chat and catch up look forward to uh, talking again next time thank you for listening to this month's episode of the investment chat we'll be back next month for our regular investment update so please make sure that you join us by clicking the follow button wherever you're listening to this right now every new episode will land straight onto your device as it's available until then thank you for listening goodbye